Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Brazil and today my guest is Tony Lodato. He is the CEO and co-founder of TDJ Systems, which is a fantasy golf app that incorporates real life golf involved too. You get to play alongside a you're in you're in a foursome alongside three players that you pick in your fantasy team and you get to play against your friends. It's actually a really, really cool concept. I love it. And I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to speak with Tony. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Tony Lodato. Perfect. All right. Today, my special guest is Tony Lodato, CEO and founder of TDJ Systems, VP of Marketing and Strategy. It's Marketing Strategy and Combination Products at Munich American Reassurance Company. Man, that one's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. Absolutely. Thankfully, we don't really have to talk too much about that one. Let's talk about the other thing. That first one, (laughs) TDJ Systems, it should be a lot of fun. But Tony, the first question I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast is, why do you love sports so much? You know, it's from the time I was, uh, you know, probably three years old, that, that's always been my thing. Sports, sports, sports. Um, growing up with my dad, every sport we could play from, you know, fishing. I don't know if it's a sport, but, I'll you know, base, baseball, basketball, soccer, you know, volleyball. Um, actually, a little bit of trivia or um, sort of a fun fact. I was the, okay. uh, I was the last cut for the U.S. Junior Olympic volleyball team. Whoa. So, yeah, I'm kind of a sports guy. That's so cool. How, yeah. like, that sucks. We'll start there. Um, I'm sorry sucks. to hear that. But, it like, what? <laughs> that is so cool. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? I mean, how old is junior? I know. Let's see. But like, so, oh, that would have been, that probably was like, June. I think I was, like, junior year in high school. Okay. Yeah. And, at, like, does that just crush your confidence at 17 years old? Or, no. I mean, you were, you were one away. That's so You were cool. one away. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. I and mean, did you, you, you kind of go continue? a long way. Yeah. Yeah. I played throughout college. Um, Where'd you go to school? Yeah. University, University of Hartford. Okay. And what was that? Was that Division One? Uh, we played a Division One schedule, but uh, due to Title IX, um, uh, we were a club team. So well, we were a team, then we weren't an official team. But so we were a team that had to pay for our own stuff. That's right. Yay. Just at least have some fun doing it, I guess. It was a blast. Yeah. I love it. Volleyball is my favorite recreational sport to play outside of beer league softball. Um, we, uh, all of my friends get together. We have one friend that owns a house, two friends that own a house now, and both of them have a volleyball court court just set up in their yard because Uh, over the summer, just, I mean, any given Saturday or Sunday, Hey, what are you guys doing? Want to play volleyball? It's so easy. We don't follow all the rules like super tightly, but I mean, we have fun and you know, you get your heart rate pumping, you run around a little bit. It is a blast. So um, I do love it. That is a really interesting story. So I do want to hop over. I saw, I mean, you've done a lot in the insurance and reassurance space. Um, So thank you for that, I guess, or everybody out there can, you know, hammer you with questions or or hatred that I'm sure that happens a lot too. So, you know, with what you do with TDJ, I have to ask, do you golf a lot for business? Uh, in, the, in the past, from time to time, you yeah. do. Um, sort of a lot of client events, though, um, are, are sort of based around golf. Um, 
we find a lot of executives in the insurance space, you know, they, they all golf, they love to golf. So you see a lot of sponsorship of sort of the PGA tour from, from the insurance industry. Um, so there's, there's sort of a good natural connection, but uh, there's nothing like just, just playing with my buds on the weekend. So it's probably a little more enjoyable that way. A little more uh, enjoyable. Yeah. But Hey, I mean, it's also enjoyable to cut a really nice deal or a really nice check while golfing with your friends too on a Wednesday, right? Yeah, Everyone sure absolutely. Does that as well. I, I will never complain once. Yeah, I love that. Good point, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge uh, golfer. I'm pretty terrible at it. I'm great at driving the cart. Great at giving everybody beer, which I think are the two most important things. If you ask, by far the most important things. Everybody needs a crew. Everyone needs someone like that on their crew. But um, so tell us a little bit about TDJ TDJ Systems and what exactly it is, what you do, and how you do it. Yeah. So you know, it was it was probably about three years ago. Uh, My co-founder, myself, who happens to be my son, uh, we were actually sitting watching the Masters. Um, a couple of years ago, which, in, which, which would be this week, but we'll get there. We'll get we're there. not waiting. Um, you know, but um, we just got talking about how, how fantastic would it be first just to be playing in this event because, you know, it's sort of the pinnacle of sports, but how fun to be playing with these people, kind of the level of which they're playing is, is so high. And then we got thinking about it. You're like, well, sort of golf, when you think about it from a, from a fantasy sports point of view, golf's the only sport where you could actually ever play along. You know, you can't go grab a football and play football on a Saturday and record your stats and have, it would be ridiculous. Golf though, you can, right? You can go out, the courses are all rated. There's a handicap system so everybody can play with each other. There's actually a way for amateurs to put their scores up against pros. And so we started to get, you know, we just got thinking about, well, how, how would we start to do this? What does it look like? And, and sort of the nature of golf too is a, you know, it's a very individual sport. It's actually kind of lonely at times. Like if you're playing golf competitively, it's actually, it's actually quite lonely. You spend a lot of time in your own head, not a great place to be. Now you can start to turn it into a little bit of a team sport where you're getting some help from some of the guys on tour. Um, so you start to put all that together and before you knew it, we had the idea of, yeah, you could, you can, you could have it. So you're out picking three pros each week that becomes sort of your own fantasy team. And now for the first time you can actually be a member of your own fantasy team. So you're out and sort of playing along and seeing where you go and kind of what's happening in real time is, is the guys on tour are playing. And I think it's such a cool concept because you're hundred percent right. There's very few, if at all, any other sports where, you can do this, right? Like golf courses are, as you said, you know, there's a handicap system, you have gin, you have all these ways of actually measuring score um, throughout the country, throughout the world. I mean, you know, my cousin, my cousin works for um, a golf company uh, and they, it's a virtual scorecard. Um, no free ads, so I'm not going to tell her name, right. but um, <laughs> no, I kid. It's, he works for VPAR. So I've okay. been to Wingfoot like 10 times because they do events there. So right. all these guys are coming here and they get to play and you get to enter your score in and you can see kind of how you stack up against the field, but then also see how you stack up against people that have played there, like Phil Mickelson when he hits it off the 10 and what hey, is that, the US Open and exactly. whatever year that was. Um, yes, but, was. You know, there, there's all these other, there's these weird little things about golf that you actually can play them, play it as if you were a professional, just probably not at that level. The one thing I would then pose to you is everybody kind of knows that guy who it takes him six times to get out of the sand trap and somehow he still shoots a six for the hole. How do you deter against, you know, the everyday guy like myself, who I don't want to put an eight in every single time. Sure. Sure. I mean, the nature of it itself starts to take care of it a little bit because 
you're only one portion of your whole team score. So mm-hmm. you could have somebody go out and, you know, they really shoot about 130 and they put in an, an 85. Yeah, right. If they're not picking good pros too, it's really not going to help them too much. Mm-hmm. So it really is a nice balance of everything. Uh, also though, too, we, we do hook in to the gin system. So scores that are getting po- you know, these are scores that are getting posted. So mm-hmm. it's going to affect your handicap. All the, pe- all the people around you, you know, we, we actually do this a lot too for uh, either golf clubs and sort of the members of their own club. So they're really tight on policing that themselves because they're actually out playing with all these people. Mm-hmm. So they know. Um, or we're doing it sort of state golf associations as well. And so very controlled on sort of how, how they want it to go. It can be part of their competitions that they're doing or not. Um, and actually in the development plan, we're actually going to be going further and having sort of scorecard capture and things like that in it too. Very cool. Oh, yeah. that'll make it so much easier. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. We're actually talking with some companies now too about the potential for, you know, uh, uh, some of those, the scorecard app companies they do you know sort of shot tracking through gps there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to sort of validate shots mm-hmm. and so there's actually a lot of technology out there that um, that you know as as we grow larger and larger those things become more and more important so very cool well hey if you need to contact at vpar and you don't have one i know who someone who runs the americas so that'd be um, great let me know i'd love you to bet. help because i think it's cool so how so so as you said you're kind of sitting down watching the masters as you already said mm-hmm. the masters would be going on i think right now if i'm not mistaken uh, i believe i would probably yep. be <laughs> <laughs> i would say if, if you were you, you may be still doing this but there would definitely be a second screen on um that yes, showed exactly. the game which or, or the the, uh, the the tournament which 100 percent uh you know hand up i'd have the same thing going on yeah. because there's nothing like the masters nothing. man it's sunday yeah. at the masters i don't know what it is but you get people like my mom who vehemently dislikes golf who will still watch Sunday at the Masters because there's just something about Jim Nance's voice and there's just yep. something about what's going on there that's fantastic so it is yeah. very unfortunate but apparently it's getting moved to November, November. which is awesome yeah. I think it's like only a couple days actually after my birthday which will be going on so maybe I'll be able to get That'd tickets awesome. I'll talk to a couple people but right. so you're sitting down with your son what exactly like how did that how did this then pro that like, you know, everybody has these conversations, sure. right? We yep. all have great ideas and then no one actually ever does anything with them. Right. How did you start to put this plan in motion and get to the point where you're at now, where you're talking to these other companies about sure. partnerships and working yeah. with the gin system? How'd that, yeah. how'd that happen? Well, yeah, it was, you know, like other people I have had ideas over the years, had, had never done anything with them. Um, to have now one at an intersection of something that I love so much. I mean, I, I've been golfing since I've been 10 years old, love the game. Um, that the two of us could work on something together. Uh, we, sound, we found very interesting as well. And we're like, you know what? Let's, let's just rip the Band-Aid off, give this a shot. Let's see what we can do. Sort of scoped it out, you know, met, met with a lot of different people like, hey, we got this crazy idea, what do you think? And everybody, you know, had, had a very similar reaction, kind of to like, what do you think? Like, wow, that's like, I've never, I've never heard of anything like this. This sounds great. Um, and you know, it, it did some of that sort of upfront work to figure out kind of what it is we should be doing. And before you know it, we're like, okay, here's the business plan. It seems to make sense. Here's what we think the spend is. Let's give it a shot and let's try to do it, you know, just bootstrap it up and, and see where we go. So we're, you know, like we're all self-funded up to this point. Um, you know, and, uh, it's, it's amazing how far we've come. <laughs> it is awesome. And as you said, you yeah. know, kind of being able to do that with your son, I think adds that extra layer of, Hey, like we can do this to 
together. Like, it's kind of cool. It's, you know, it's one thing yeah. if it's one of your buddies, it's one thing if you have an idea and you kind of bring in some tech guy or some developer sure. to be a co-founder, but the fact that it's your son and not only can you play golf together and watch golf together, but you can sit down right. for dinner together. You know, there's that whole extra dynamic, which I think is really cool. And being able to kind of have yeah. something as a family is always very interesting. So how exactly does it work? So we understand you pick three players. Yep. Um, you know, you obviously want to pick the three best players. Is it like a salary cap? Like how does the fantasy aspect outside of the human being actually work? Sure. We actually try to keep the fantasy aspect of it really as simple as possible. Uh, the target market we're going after really is sort of the avid golfer. Um, you know, there's nine, nine point something million avid golfers. It's a really big number actually. And these are people that, you know, these are the people you see practicing their swing kind of at the gas station. You know, you see these people out there, you know, yep. and, and you laugh because you've seen it and you know the guy I'm talking yep. about. Exactly. 100%. Right. So these are really the people who go after. So we want to keep the fantasy aspect actually really as simple as we can. So we stayed away from a salary cap. We actually just break, break the field of players for whatever the PGA Tour tournament is into three tiers. Top tier, middle tier, bottom tier based on world golf ranking. Forced, forced to pick out of, out, of, out of each tier. So you can't pick the three best. You're going to have to you're going to have to pick and choose. And we find from week to week, the people who do really well are the people that can start to pick the bottom tier well. You know, can you find a top 10 out of the bottom third of the field? Mm-hmm. And those are the people really that, that, are, that are sort of killing it each week. Now, they got to back it up though. And so during, during the time of the PGA tournament, so usually Thursday through Sunday, they have to go out and play golf during that period. They can play as many times as they want. And we'll take sort of their best score to count for them over that period. So mm-hmm. we want to encourage people to go out and play as much as they can too. And that's some of the appeal to the golf courses and the state golf associations is being able to sponsor these sort of on, on their own end. No, and it, it, it's just driving more play. And that makes sense. And I, I love that aspect of it because again, it's not like someone can, you know, pick a couple NASCAR drivers and then go find an oval where they can go 200 miles <laughs> exactly. an hour. That's, that is very, that is not going to happen. You can't get on the field and let Clayton Kershaw strike you out six times. That's not going to happen either. So right. I think it's really cool how you're doing this. And I guess with, you know, again, so with the masters, yeah. I'll be honest. I would love to pick three golfers, but I also want to watch the masters. I don't yeah. want to swing and, and play during the masters. So how do you guys kind of handle that aspect where, you know, you have the four majors every year. Sure. I assume golf courses, people will still golf and, you know, you go out at five or six in the morning, you're all jazzed up because you've been watching oh, yeah. the last couple yep. of days, but how, like, how have you seen, I guess, and obviously this is a weird year, but previous years, how have you seen yeah. the interaction and the engagement during the biggest weekends for golf? Or actually the weekends everyone wants to stay inside so, and actually like watch. So great, great example last year, uh, actually during the masters, you know, very special masters last year was, was for tiger making a run. So it's Sunday. Um, I'm actually playing golf at one of the courses that was hosting an event on that day. Tea times were definitely earlier. You know, the leaders generally don't go out till what to two, one thirty two o'clock. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's trying to tee off by nine, 10 o'clock. So the huge push of golfers going out um, at that time. For the later times, I, I was towards the end of the pack and, and I could see everyone following it on the app because it's all updated in real time too. So you can be watching how your squad's doing. You can also pull up the, the PGA Tour leaderboard and see what's going on too. So people were following it sort of endlessly all of that is in the app. You can pull all, up the PG. Okay. Cool. All that's in the app. Yep. And so they're all just sort of watching it. They're all sort of watching it go down and, and trying to hustle to get back into the pro shop. 
and it had the impact that you could see where people, because people were in it. I'm like, why are you, you know, why are you cheering that Patrick Cantlay made a put like, like, but you know, and they're like, yeah, because I got him. I'm like, uh -huh. all right. They're like, yeah, I have Tiger, but like, ten other people have Tiger. Too. Exactly. Yep. So now they're caring about the next group down, um, and you know, it, it's kind of like fantasy football. I, I don't want to offend any Cleveland Brown fans, but I never. Which ones? You're fine, know, dude. Don't worry. I never, I never cared about a Cleveland Browns wide receiver until I had one in fantasy football. Mm -hmm. And you never start caring about these either tier two, tier three players until you have them on your squad. And so in the Masters last year, you saw, like, I could actually see people in there cheering on their guy. So it was really good. You know, the, the majors really do sort of bring out, I think the best in people. Mm -hmm. um, and they really get into playing on those weekends too. You know, in a typical year, us opens on father's day weekend. Masters is sort of that special weekend now, you know, you, they're, they all take on sort of their, their sort of times that people love playing during them. Mm -hmm. Another example too is the British open because that's a great one because they're ahead. So when you're playing on the East coast, at least you're playing right in the middle of when they're playing. Mm -hmm. So you're watching it all live happen. You're actually playing hole to hole as they're playing hole to hole too. Mm -hmm. And the leaderboards changing around all day and seeing what's happening. So that's pretty yeah, cool. It, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I, I, I like, I really love the aspect, as you said, like you're creating your own little foursome, like you're playing oh, yeah. most likely in a foursome at that time. And now it's essentially, it's a 16 some uh, depending yeah. on who has who. And, and you all get, it, there's that, there's that first layer of we're all playing each other here, but then, Hey, I then have these three guys oh, yeah. and, and making it. So how, when you're putting these tournaments together, as you said, you know, mm -hmm. certain people like 10, 15, 20 people are going to have tiger. If the field is big yeah. enough, do you ever, do you have like these, I guess, like private games where it's almost like a draft style or, you, you know, can, if there's yeah. four people mm -hmm. like again, kind of together, me, my dad, my cousin, and my uncle. So that way it is very different and we're all differentiated. So it's not just our scores and then everyone kind of has the same three guys anyway. We can set up a contest for as little as two people if they wanted it. It doesn't. The, the way that we have the technology set up on our end is we can set up a contest in less than a minute. Wow. And then it's, and then it's in the app. And so we can push these out. We can sort of push these out like crazy. Eventually down the road, we want to just have it in the app. We've actually mm -hmm. already even scoped it out. It just, you can create your own league right, sort of right, right within the app and, and sort of be done with it. Mm -hmm. But um, but for now, we handle it. And again, the, the overhead's so low sort of on our end to be able to do it that it's not a problem. That is so cool. I just, again, I think it's, it's so interesting. So how, how are you guys going about spreading the word? Obviously you're here and I appreciate you coming yeah. on. Hopefully we can get a couple extra people again when golf comes back to download the apps, but um, to download the app, mm -hmm. but I guess what else are you guys doing from a marketing and a business development yeah. standpoint to try and get a lot of people to download this? So that way Thursday through Sunday, they're not only paying attention to the sport they love, but they're also playing it and competing right. that extra level in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So I said before, you know, we're, we're spending most of our time with stake golf associations at this point. Um, and then sort of partnerships with other companies that already have groups of golfers. Cause that, that's really where we want to go is how are we enhancing the game that they're already playing? We don't look at it as something else you have to do while you're out there. It's just more sort of enhancing around having that one more game that people can play while they're out there. So for like a stake golf association, let's say, you know, they, they have their sets of members, you know, most of the gin is all handled through the state golf associations. They have, you know, anywhere from 10 to 400,000 members in them. 
and what are they doing to sort of you know increase the value of those memberships they put on their own tournaments every year right you know they have the state amateurs you know in sort of all state championships then they have their one day tournaments which are for more um maybe people not not quite as competitive as playing in state amateurs and things like that um this though can open up a whole new avenue of sort of virtual events they can put on because again, they have to host all those events. They have to find courses to host a, you know, a championship and all that. With a virtual event now, they can be hosting it much lower cost to the players and they can play at their own course each week. So they're actually hosting these sort of virtual series now where you know, they may do one a month, they may do one with the majors, they may do them even every week and sort of just follow along with the FedEx Cup. Um, of sort of doing those events, but now it's sponsored through the association but it's something that they don't have to put a lot of energy from a marketing resourcing capital point of view, where really that is something they have to do whenever they put on, on tournaments on the ground. Mm-hmm. Now they can just leverage the clubs and at the same time sort of generate additional rounds at, at the clubs themselves. Cause again, we want people to go out and play as many times as possible. So, you know, they can also spend more time at the club as well. Cause that's the other piece that we see is sort of the dwell time at the club. Now they're sitting around and watching watching golf after having another burger, having another beer. I was going to say, grabbing another drink, maybe two. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're sort of going after the larger groups. You know, we're, we're pretty confident we could just go spend money and get users. Uh, at the, at the same time though, we think, we think there's a better way to do it. And actually at the same time, adding value to a lot of these organizations, you know, the, one of the state associations we're working with now, they're going to be taking all the proceeds and it goes right into their charitable uh, foundation. So they're, you know, that's one of the major missions of, of, of these golf associations is that. And that's so, awesome. and so it's another way too, that they can market out like, Hey, we're putting on this virtual series to help support whatever the cause is that they're, uh, that they're at. And so we're super happy to be, uh, to be part of that and, and sort of give them something new to be able to do it as well. Of course. I mean, anything, you know, if you can tie something to charity, you're always going to get an extra, I mean, you have the emotional connection with the sport that these people love. You have the emotional right. connection with their fantasy team. Now. I mean, as you said, you care about the Cleveland Browns when, you know, you kind of want them to be down by like two touchdowns so that they throw the ball more. Exactly. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that gets <laughs> exactly. into it. So, you know, yeah. it's one of those really interesting things when, when fantasy comes into it and there's that extra, so you, so you have the tie to the sport you love, you have the tie to the, the players you're, you're rooting for and the players you love. And then you have the tie to yourself, which is also like your scores. So you're trying oh, yeah. a little bit harder when they're yep. out there. And then you can add that layer of charity on top of it, which again, this, these, all these emotional connections are going to make things a lot more powerful to right. want to continue to utilize the app. So one thing that I found, again, I've, I've worked at a bunch of different golf events, um, you know, with my cousin, with these, um, with VPAR, and they do an incredible job. And most of the time it is for charity. But those events are on Mondays. Yep. How, how do you take advantage of something, you know, a lot, like every, I feel like every, you know, Monday right. in the spring and summer and, and early fall, all these giant clubs are putting on these oh, charity yeah. events. How do you take advantage of all these people golfing yeah. on a Monday when the sport, as yeah. you said, is Thursday through Sunday most of the time? Yeah. So actually it's, uh, that's a huge channel for us as well. And We've actually put it together so that um, instead of drafting players, we can randomly assign players as well. So we can actually go and look back to the previous PGA Tour event. So let's say there's an event on a Monday. They want to go out. You know, it's, this is one more contest amongst the, 
the 15 contests that you mm-hmm. have, have, have during some charity outing, right? Long drive, this, this, and that. Um, we actually uh, market it as, is this is the second chance tournament. Because I think we know, you know, in, in most of these tournaments, there's about two teams that actually have a chance to win. Yeah. And there's everybody else <laughs> sort of having a good time, right? Yep. So now we can actually do this, take the team score. So, you know, they're, they're, they're five under as a team. They can add in three pros from last week to get sort of a second score to be able to play again. So now it, it sort of opens up winning to all of the different teams that are participating. Um, and, and actually um, are working with some, some fairly large charities. We we're supposed to get things kicked off. Obviously this year's a little bit, uh, a little bit challenging, um, but with the idea of, yeah, rolling it out to um, sort of all of the different charity events. You know, I think they do 150 charity events uh, throughout the country. Mm-hmm. And to roll it out and say, no, this is, this is a great additional way for, uh, you know, for the charity to generate an extra, you know, thousand, fifteen hundred dollars um, and, you know, built into the app too. We have on, you know, we have live scoring, we have things like mm-hmm. that too. So, you know, they can have sort of their live leaderboard. They can do all that during the round tracking both the regular charity tournament as well as, um, as well as mm-hmm. sort of what's going on in the second chance tournament too. That's really interesting. I mean, so with that, um, again, most of these guys are avid golfers. At least that's who you're going after. Yeah. And they probably know who won the tournament right. last day, right? So how does how does that aspect work? Like how does a team already know? Like if you just get, as you said, randomly assigned a stacked team, you kind of already know who's going to win. So how does like the waiting work? And how, especially in that specific tournament, is it hole by hole so you kind of almost forgot what happened or, or do you like have your score, their score already? And then you kind of just tack yours on top of it. How's that part work? Yeah, we sort of do it at the, at the end of the tournament to, to make sure it sort of doesn't ruin the surprise because you know, you could have a stack team. You could also, you could also really drop very poorly. (laughs) And um, yeah, so uh, most of the time what they'll do is not do the draw piece until they're sort of, they have everybody in there's usually a lunch or a dinner or something mm-hmm. and they sort of have everybody together do it all at that point and then they can see it so okay so it's more of like motivation to continue yeah. to not give up or, or at least exactly. continue to try a little bit because you still have that opportunity exactly yep. okay i totally get it and then yep. i guess uh, like the first part of that question which i asked very poorly so i apologize but <laughs> how how does the waiting system work between the three players and you oh sure so we have a couple of different scoring methods that we can use. So when we run something over a four day period, so we're gonna run something for the entirety of the masters, right? There we actually follow along with sort of the, the points from the FedEx cup. Okay. So your pros earn FedEx cup points for that event. You, you get those points. And then when you're playing, you're playing against all the other users who are actually out playing golf. Similar way of we assign we assign points that are that sort of track along with FedEx Cup points, take your points, add them together with your pros, and, and, and that's your team score. Now, if we're doing just a one-day event, though, so uh, we had a club last year did a really big U.S. Open event. Um, you know, I think they charged uh, the members $50, $80, whatever it was. You know, they had a lunch. They had everybody go out at the same time. Um, one-day event, sort of their net score, so, so using their handicap, you know, um, then plus whatever the pro shot that day. So it was on a Saturday. We knew, okay, here's the field who's playing today. Pick three guys out of the the field playing today and then add the scores to par 
uh, together as well. Very so, cool. So yeah, yeah it's, as you said before, there's like 15 or 100 different ways that you can play the game oh, yeah. kind of through your system, which I think is great. And again, because that's another thing, you know, that's why daily fantasy rose so quickly and so easily was because I mean, I love season-long fantasy because I love the grind of it, right? But there's yeah. so many people that want to start playing or your team sucks. You you picked a Cleveland Browns wide receiver. And by week four, you're kind of like, why did I do this? I, I should have remembered. Um, but, <laughs> exactly. You know, so that, that opportunity, right. you know, in case you can't get in on that Thursday of the Masters, you can still play that one day Sunday yeah. of the Masters and really feel a part of it too, which is really cool. And I, yeah. I just think it's such a cool yeah. idea that, <laughs> that what you guys are doing. So with um, with that, I guess how – how has there been any, I guess, like, I don't want to say iterations because I'm sure you guys keep adding things on, but from the beginning, like what did the first game look like, I guess, compared to (laughs) what you're capable of now? Cause after three, four years, however long it's been, I'm sure you guys, as you said, you're able to funnel more money into it, more tech, more developers. What has like that rise and that difference looked like? You know, the basic scoring and concept has stayed the same. Um, a lot though around the applications, how it would be, how it would be used. You know, we didn't come up with a charity piece until actually this year and and trying to figure something out for that. We knew that was a a really big market and something uh, that could be a lot of fun. That's probably one of the biggest enhancements is just thinking about how you, how you apply it to some of the different markets and thinking about too, how you build out um, the ability to handle these more private events Mm -hmm. and, you know, and at first we thought, yeah, we could just build the one big national league and that's just going to kill it. And, and we got it. We'll get everybody, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, but wait, there's opportunities to get golfers sort of all over the place and sort of building the technology out to allow us to reach into those different areas to be able to do a lot of the things. And, and like I said before, the, how do we be able to set up a contest in like less than a minute? Mm-hmm. Like for us, that's, that's, that's kind of a Holy grail. Cause now we can do, we can do a lot of stuff. Um, where in the beginning there was one contest, this is how it was hard coded is the wrong word because it wasn't, mm-hmm. but the, the level of flexibility that we have now to be able to design a contest is light years above where, where we were, where we were when we started. So. And that's, you know, that's awesome because if you, I mean, there, there is a point of course where too much flexibility is a little, uh, you know, it could oh, be absolutely. a problem, but at the same yeah. time, you know, as you said, one option is probably not going to be the best way no. to do it for yeah. 9 million potential, you know, customers, exactly. which, I think <laughs> right. is, which I think is again, a pretty cool. And there's just so many things you can do. And yeah. the fact that you're helping, you're, you're, you're encouraging people to actually go out and not just watch the sport, but play the sport. You know, yeah. you love the sport. So go out and play it, man. Like, why not? And now we can make it more enjoyable. So that way right. you and your friends that are out there, you know, still drinking beers, hopefully having a good time driving Absolutely. around the cart. Now there's just this extra level. So I ha- I'm also curious, is there, is, is there money on in any of the, can you, can you put money into the app? And then that way it's redistributed to the people that won. I don't want to say gambling. Yep. So I'm not going to say gambling, but like, yeah. like, is there anything? We definitely on- stayed away from the gambling side. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good, yep. good, good. As you yep. should. So like, what's, yep. I'll let yeah, you. we actually offer, we offer prizes out for, for the, the more national competitions and things that we, uh, that we run. We offer prizes based on, you know, wh- whoever's playing, we can kind of see what the prize pool should be and we can offer prizes out. A lot of golf merchandise, gift certificates to sort of different golf stores, things like that. Um, when we work with some of the different organizations though, so State Golf Association, golf courses, they're generally handling all of that. 
So if, let's take a golf course, for, uh, uh, for example. They actually want to drive that money back into their own pro shops mm-hmm. as well. So most of the time, we'll see that all the prizes are going to be pro shop credit. They're driving that money back in. You know, one, um, one club gave away, you know, for, for one contest, there was a driver uh, that they gave away. Another contest was, was a set of irons. I mean, Not so... Bad. Yeah. And so they, but again, we give them the flexibility. They can control whatever entry fees that they want, depending mm-hmm. on how they want to put an event together. It could be a high money event. It could be a $5 event too, where, where it's really just for fun. Uh, they, you know, they could bake in lunches, like I said before, really make it into sort of a day long event. They have full control to do what they want and where we're just sort of the support mechanism behind the scenes to let them do what they want and without burdening them. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a club to put it on, we're doing all the heavy lifting. They obviously need to work on marketing, but, which we help them with that too. Um, but, you know, they need to get their guys to play and we, you know, and then they can go from there. I love it. But, and we see that that's probably more of the future of where we're going to is whoever the sponsoring organization is for one of these, they're the ones who will be controlling whatever those prizes are. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and also, I mean, just to that, you know, just to that point, um, if I was putting a season long fantasy league together, I make sure to get all the money beforehand anyway. So that's exactly. something, something easy right. that I can do, you know, before the, the beginning of that day or beginning of that tournament. Um, hey, we're all throwing in 10 bucks. Whoever, you know, takes it yeah. home, takes it home. So that's, that's super easy as well. And, and then I guess, um, have you guys ran any, I guess, like season long? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like how... How is it? Is it you pick three golfers and it's the four of you for the entire season? I mean, again, you said you can do this a hundred different ways, but sure. I'm curious, like, what have you seen the most engagement with and the most excitement with through the user base? Is it, you know, every weekend you pick new golfers or yep. is it, you know, yeah. how, how, how do you yeah. see it? Yeah. I mean, the field changes so much each week, you know, these guys, you know, the, there's not a consistent group of people that play every week. Mm-hmm. So to do a season long, like you would think of a normal season long is, is very tricky. Um, so we actually just have people draft draft and redraft each week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we look at, well, how are they performing sort of over oh. the course of the season? Yeah. So we actually look at, you know, we can look at it a few different ways. Um, almost always though, it's just what's somebody's average finish position. You know, you have to play so many times are, you know, and then you have to be able to balance your picks versus how you play. So we just look at average finish position and, and see how they do. We actually try to keep it pretty simple. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. And I mean, again, as you said, you're not, you're not going after the avid fantasy fan. You're going after the avid golfer who right. this is exactly. just that, that little extra nudge to be like, all right, I guess I will go play, play this weekend, which I think exactly. is really cool. Yeah. yeah, we ran a pilot with uh, the State Golf Association last summer. And um, around, the, I think it was the PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we we did a lot of polling sort of, sort of afterwards and want to get a ton of feedback from the, from the users. And we, and we were thrilled because 72%, sorry, 92% of the people said they would like to play in a season long league, which we were blown away by. Mm -hmm. I would have never thought that, you know, you would, you'd capture sort of nine out of 10. Um, And then on top of that, uh, 75% said they'd be willing to pay for it too. So I know. I'm like, wow, that's pretty awesome. That I, is uh, awesome. Yeah, we didn't. We actually didn't think it would be that high. Um, we knew people liked the idea. Now it's a matter of can you keep them, hold them, and, and actually, a lot of people from that pilot play. And you know, we we can track them through the system and see, you know, they're 
they're still playing. Mm-hmm. We, the people who play right now, we've actually trying to keep it quite small, work on the technology, get it exactly how we want. We're actually getting ready for a big release whenever golf will come back. <laughs> whenever this stuff comes back. Yeah. Um, we will have a brand new release out sort of brand new user interface on an experience that, uh, you know, that we think actually makes it uh, a really seamless process. That's what people go through. That is awesome, man. And I guess, so, did you have something? Oh, no, I was going to say, so we've been trying to keep it small until we've really been able mm-hmm. and we're sort of ready to go, okay, this, this is really the one that we want. We want yeah. a lot of people to see this one now. And now we're, now we're at that point and we just need them to start. <laughs> Girl, we were so close, man. And I guess it makes sense from, from a, a standpoint, as you said, you guys are bootstrapped. It's yeah. a lean company. It's a small company. Your overhead's not incredible yet. So it's probably better to take that time and, and perfect the product, yeah. or at least not perfect. I don't believe in perfection, but oh, yeah, making no. the product to the point where you could release it to the masses rather than right. releasing it to the masses, having funding behind you, and then everyone's angry, and then the company goes bankrupt. Like, that's never fun. Um, no, so, I mean, no, you know. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so keeping it, keeping it, like, contained, I guess, is a good way to say it, just yeah. to use a nice word where we're hanging out with the pandemic. Keeping it can t- contained so that way you guys can right. really see and understand, as you said, get that research, get that polling, figure out what you can do better, which I yeah. think is really important. So as I asked the question before, most of the time people only golf, as you said, or at least the opportunity for the fantasy aspect is Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. And then we have this whole season called winter. Um, now I know they can still golf exactly. down in like Arizona and Florida. I lived in Florida. Arizona. It's incredible. Exactly. Yep. yep. But like, what are you like? That's a chunk of the year that unfortunately you guys can't really do anything. How do you like, right. what do you do? Cause I'm sure you're much smarter than me. What are you yeah. doing during these, you know, couple months of the year when most of the country can't golf? Well, the PGA tour season as well is a pretty light around those times. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they kind of wrap up October, you know, probably October by the time they take a big break, then they kick off again. You know, they do a couple of events sort of in the fall now, sort of that, you know, the, mm-hmm. the sort of early kickoff to the season, the fields in those aren't, you know, aren't, aren't the best fields. Um, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of new players on tour. So definitely see you sort of go down in that season, just because some of the, you know, it, it's lesser known tournaments in the field yeah. goes down a little bit too. Um, that's when we do a lot of our development work actually too is sort of over the winter so and then we start kicking in when they start again in sort of january sort of a slower rollout Mm -hmm. because it's usually only the southern states to your point um but by the time the masters is in most most of the country is playing by the time the Masters starts and that's really when that's like prime golf season Mm -hmm. um you know we have though um we continually try to engage with the users throughout that time too so we'll put out a lot of polls we'll put out we'll put out communication to try to help people just stay involved in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, we do some of that on social media. We do th- uh, some of it through email. We're even thinking about too, of just doing, you know, are there ways that we can do just a simple, a simple basic fantasy only mm-hmm. um, sort of during that period. Now, one thing that people can do, and, and, and we've seen people do it. We have people out, out in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm pretty sure they're not golfing in January. Um, but we've seen people out there they're still playing. They just don't have their own score to put in. Mm-hmm. So it's like they sort of miss the cut just every week. It has not stopped them from setting lineups and playing. And if they can pick well, we've absolutely seen people win and whose golf rounds have been so abysmal they've earned zero points, but have carried, but have carried the day through their own team. You know, they've uh-huh. had three top tens in their three picks. That's awesome. So, I mean, yeah, I think there's still a way again, they can that- play. 
exactly and that was kind of my that was that was the curiosity like how do you you know you can't just completely disengage from a user base for two two and a half three months potentially and then expect everyone then to come back when it starts up you really have to keep everyone or at least try to keep everyone engaged and if there is that fantasy only aspect if there is a sweet golf simulator that you guys are able to partner with that someone can get in front of i mean it's a lot easier said than done of course but i'd be lying to say if we weren't working on that as well awesome because i think that would be fun too i mean there is is that opportunity i mean vr and all that and what that that's capable of i mean Mm -hmm. I mean, I had one of those VR headsets. It was really crappy, but you can play those sports we, games on it. So it's kind of cool. I mean, we can actually put a contest together for anyone. If they have a score to input, I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> care where they got the score from. Right. It could be from a simulator. It could be from a course. It could be from whatever. As long as everyone's playing basically in the same conditions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't want people on a simulator playing against people actually yeah. on a course. That's kind of ridiculous. But, you know, the idea that if a simulator center wanted to do something over the winter and run a league it's not a That'd problem cool. by me not a That'd problem at all real cool yeah and then hook up with again the vr headsets i mean they're becoming much more oh um, yeah uh they're they're less expensive they're much more affordable now they used to be right. however many they're still you know a really good one still gonna run you a thousand bucks but they're still more capable that thousand bucks is getting you a lot more and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that want to practice their swing, especially up here in the Northeast. Well, I was going to say the people, the people who are in this and who like it, they're, I mean, they're junkies. They're, mm-hmm. they're golfers who want more golf. Any chance they can get, they want more golf. They want to find a way to sort of have another game to play. Um, you know, this is a, this is a group who does like to wager on sort of all they play too. And this mm-hmm. is a, it's sort of another, you know, it's another angle that they can, uh, that they can try to, take a shot at so absolutely yeah. no, I, pun intended but i also i mean again <laughs> i just think it's such an interesting product and i think it's such a great idea and again it promotes the physical actual playing of the sport unlike any of these other fantasy products which is good because people need to go outside more in my opinion but that's oh, a whole other podcast that we can <laughs> yes, <get into>. it <laughs> um so with with obviously the world pretty much shutting down this yeah. past i mean five, six weeks, whatever it's been at this point. I don't even know. Time doesn't matter. Days don't exist. I was going to say, I can't believe it's only been how long it's been. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we're not even, we're barely a month without sports and it feels like I haven't watched any live competition for years at this point. I but I mean, what, with everything expected to come back, I think the British Open was canceled. It was canceled, yeah. Um, the Masters were rescheduled. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. Do you know the other two, the PGA and the US yeah, Open, have uh, they been? Uh, the PGA will be the first one back. Uh, okay. in, in August, this kind of early August. And then they run through the um, sort of the tour championship mm-hmm. that then the, the U S open <laughs> and then, and then the masters. So that, it, that it's weekends. a wild, it's going to be because all these are now getting played during football season too. Exactly. I, yep. Masters Sunday is on a football Sunday too. It's going to yep. be wild. And I'm so grateful <laughs> that I have two TVs in my, uh, in my exactly. living room because I yes. can watch both of them. And I think that weekend too, that Saturday is Alabama LSU for any of our oh. other good football oh. friends. So I can't like, that's the thing. I'm very depressed. I'll be honest about what's happening now, but I can't wait for everything to come back. And it's just oh, going to be like, it's almost going to be overwhelming. It's not going to be overwhelming because I'll figure out a way to make it happen. Oh, but exactly. if we actually do get the end of the, you know, the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, the start of the MLB season and football, essentially all in the masters and just like all these iconic events yeah. all squeezed into like this three month period. I'm all for it. I cannot wait. Exactly. I'm going to buy another TV in that case. So I can have three TVs <laughs> just in case. But um, with, 
with everything being pushed back again, we're recording this on the Thursday that the masters would have started. This isn't going to come out for a couple of weeks, but yeah. what are you excited for at least just the understanding that golf, you know, obviously we're excited that the golf will be back, yeah. but how do you feel about all these tournaments kind of getting moved around? I mean, well, From, uh, no, November is going to be a very weird time to have the masters. I mean, literally we'll then yeah, have it in five months after that. Right. So it's yeah. going to be weird, but how excited very, very are you strange. for kind of everything just to get going again? Oh yeah. We're yeah. Again, we're sort of really anxious to get going. You know, this was our sort of our big launch. We were, you know, we had a great time at the PGA show this year, uh, exhibited there, um, came out of that super strong, ready to go. And then right during the players championship, everything just, mm-hmm stops so yeah we're we're super excited you know for us the timing actually doesn't matter too much um the silver lining like i talked a little bit uh, a little bit before we're sort of going through sort of the redesign now too so by the time golf's back we're out you know we're out with um, a redesigned product so Mm -hmm. for us a little bit of a silver lining and just giving us a little bit of time but cannot wait to get people back uh sort of in and engaged you know we we've been running a lot of polls from sort of week to week mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of engagement people have uh, sort of n- nothing but time at this point. Uh, so we're seeing actually, a, you know, a ton of, a ton of really good engagement. So we're, we're excited about getting going again. Very cool. Yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's interesting. And as you said, everybody has a lot of time. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> how terrible those scores are going to be because golf's one of those games that you have to do it consistently. And if you stop yeah. for two, three months, I mean, you're adding an extra essentially, two months on to the time everyone took off for winter. Ooh, man, some of those scores are going to be bad in the beginning. Maybe we can all share a laugh, share a beer and have some fun. Ah, that's okay. Exactly. So, exactly. Right. Um, awesome, man. This has been fantastic. Um, let's see if I can get your last name, Tony Lodato. You got it. Killed it. Tony Lodato, CEO and co-founder at TDJ Systems. Oh, I forgot to ask, what does TDJ stand for? I'm Tony. My son, Dante. Wife is Jen. Love it. So three that's of us so are Yep. <laughs> so easy. CEO and co-founder of TDJ Systems, the most engaging fantasy golf app that I've ever heard of. Appreciate you hanging out with me today, Tony. Really appreciate the time. Thanks, man. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode with Tony. As I said, really, really cool. The concept, I love it. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and him explaining everything and really getting to understand this new potential way to play fantasy sports, I think is absolutely incredible. So make sure to please follow Tony and TDJ on all of their socials. Everything should be in the show notes. Please also make sure to give us a five-star review wherever you're listening. That would be great, very, very helpful, and we would be very, very grateful for that. So thank you so much for your time. It's the only thing we don't get more of, and I hope you make it a wonderful day. Yes!